Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, I got to this up a little bit. I got the good glare going on my glasses. You got glare going? All right, well, we're starting with, 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 with or without the glare. We're going to start this <laughs> podcast here. Mm-hmm. Do, you have, do you have smoke blocking your view? That's my question. No, no. I, I, in fact, it's, I thought it was supposed to be a big steamy week. It's about 62 degrees outside. It's a beautiful morning. And, uh, and I don't see the haze, but our precious aurora, the Fighting auroras had to go inside. Don't get us canceled, Pat. Don't get us canceled. Don't do it, Royce. They had to be just, they had to protect their fans. And I'm sure it was out of an abundance of caution, don't you think? (laughs) You know, this this just struck me. Let's let's bring back the ride with Royce. Maybe we just do like an hour live, you know, you're... You're a little, you're a little older now. Let's do a little yeah. bit of an hour live, and I think a new segment can be every single day. Royce tries to get us canceled. We'll, just... <laughs> well, did you see that uh, when the either the I think it was the Yankees when they postponed that game said it was out of an abundance of okay. caution. Yeah. Even the Yankees have said that. Does anyone okay. ever say it's out of a modicum of caution, or <laughs> is it always an abundance of caution? It's always it's a sliver whoever, of caution. Who came up with that? They were. I, I did a thing on uh, a, a couple of years ago. Who, big time, who came up on it? Big time COVID. COVID. It, it definitely started, came yeah, I know, COVID, I know, yeah. but I'm, did somebody, somebody said did. that at the start of COVID, oh. and it became rampant everything <laughs> you know i'm gonna go to the bathroom and take a whiz out of an abundance, abundance of, of caution because <laughs> you don't want to wet yourself you know, no really it's an abundance <laughs> of caution god almighty that's when that's when we started going downhill right then when we had to come up with an that was it caution. that was it much worse than anything else ever you know happened anyway well, Clint, our guy, our guy Carlo, Carlos Correa has has come alive here in the last few weeks, Pat. How does that happen? How are you just awful, and then all of a sudden for four days you're great? I I don't get how that happens. Now I know how he hit the home run. The the, the guy, you know, a couple at the Simber threw him a big cookie, and then the, the the guy did it again for the grand slam. But uh, the fact is, he wasn't even hitting the cookies before, so. Uh, I, I don't know. And, and then uh, hitting the ball at right field yesterday off the off the limestone up there, and it turned into a triple. Everybody was ripping the right fielder. Listen, I, I said this already today on Twitter. This is one of the great elements of target field, the mystery of right field, right? Mm-hmm. Is it, It's our own mini monster out there because yep, yeah. you got to know how to play it. 
And I looked up this guy, Brian Anderson, who was playing out there yesterday, mostly a third baseman in Miami. He first year in Milwaukee. He probably never been out there before. He runs towards the wall and goes boing, you know, goes, goes past him. I think it's great. It's it's one little element. Uh, you know, you every ballpark's got strange, goofy stuff in it. Uh, most of them, anyway. And and we have that in right field. So let's enjoy it. And that, that was saying, a big oh, thing when they built that ballpark. And because when, uh-huh. when it used to be the Metrodome, the baggie was just all the same, right? It was oh, it yeah, just, right, it would just right. hit yeah. off the baggie. Yeah. And then you had Michael Kadir used to be out there for like two hours before every game in the first season yes. trying to, in Kubel trying to figure out, okay, if it goes off the limestone, it ricochets back to home plate, basically. Yeah. If no, it goes off so, the dead, the board part, yeah. Sometimes you see a ball of guys who played out there and they see where the ball's going to go. They're going, they're running the other direction. They're not running towards the ball. They're running away from the ball because they know it's going to hit off that wall. But it's also hard to judge. Is it going to hit? On the limestone, is it gonna and 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 sometimes it can really boomerang off the whatever's below the rams are limestone too. So it's really a, you know, those balls are a mystery, which is fine, which is great. And uh, that poor guy yesterday, he's sprinting towards second base trying to get the ball as it bounces over his head. I think it was fun. I mean, uh, but uh, everybody's saying, oh, he played it horribly. Well. He's never been there. And, you know, this is another thing about not taking infield or anything before the game. You know, I mean, they might hit him three fly balls out in right field and say, okay, that's it. You're good. If you get a weird balance, then you're just unlucky, right? We're, we're yeah, just going to yeah. bank on uh, Yeah, we, we can't have you out there. Worst, one of the worst things ever happened to baseball for the fans, for the fans, because they have to take this half-hour – for crap before the game, you know, throwing out first balls and advertising and all this other stuff, not having infield. It was a, a good reason to get to the ballpark because you, even if you got there a half hour uh, late with only a half hour to go, you got to see him take infield. And it was like the ritual was that that's it. The game starts in five minutes, right? Because they, they, the last guy threw the ball over first base and it only took, Eight minutes for God's sake. When did sake. that stop? Nineties? Oh, a long time ago. And and it's it's because every club now it's it would they put out the schedule has abandoned the field. You gotta be off the field by you know thirty two minutes before the game starts so they can do all their nonsense, you know. Yeah, we need the, can, we need sixteen uh, ceremonial first pitches. We need the, my, the my player to get out there for the national anthem. My we uh my favorite was the uh when I was in Pittsburgh one day and they were having a gay pride thing, you know, and this was early in the gay pride movement, fifteen twelve years ago maybe. They had a they had the gay the, the gay person throw the ball out about twenty five minutes before they, they sneaked the person out there, had him throw with a little tiny quiet announcement and then everybody 50 minutes later they had their pregame ceremony but how about downtown minneapolis this weekend gay pride swifty and uh twins yes. playing every day there's transportation shutting down no That's swifty swifty's next weekend Oh, is Swifty next I think, weekend? In fact, I think all of this is next weekend. Gay Pride is next weekend. It's, okay, it's all, so the it's twins all next weekend. And the Twins are gone. I thought it was this weekend because I saw the big trauma about whether they're going to run trains or not. My favorite How can they be that gone. stupid? You run that train. I saw the train go by a couple of times. Uh, 
couple of days ago, I happened to be there. Nobody, nobody on it. Zero zero people. But now we have a chance to have people hanging on the top of it, trying to get home. But we can't find. Tell these people not to work until, you know, change their hours to have them work midnight. For goodness sake. Or just add hours or add, why can't yeah. we just well, add they say they don't have enough people. Well, they're paying them overtime. You know, you, you, the, the people, you got to just change your hours that day and say, is okay. Grand, is the grandkid going? That's my question. Is the grandkid going? She, I don't know if she's going. I haven't checked. I, I haven't checked. Uh, what 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 we get here? About 200 a pop oh, for tickets? Oh, no. Oh, thousands. If thousands. you bought a ticket for two hundred bucks, you are oh, golden. No, no. So what was going for three twenty five, Pat? Okay, but That's is that cheap. and then so are they scalping them then, Declan, or is this or was that the original prices? So when we looked the other day, it was in the thousands of dollars to see Taylor Swift at U.S. Bank Stadium. I'm going to pull it up yeah. right now. Thousands wow. of dollars. But it, but is that now scalping prices though? Because the original second, all sold out, right? Secondary market, right? Price stub hub, right? By the way, yeah. real quick, cool. well, Declan, look this up. Is that that Ticket King office that has Dark Star's jersey hanging? Is Ticket King still a thing? Yeah, they're still there. He's yeah, still, they're still there. there. Okay. But St. Paul too. I don't think they have the same service charges. I saw someone today that said the service charge if you want tickets for the gym, you know, they're already selling them for the gymnastics trials. Mm-hmm. Are like. Six hundred bucks for the week, but three hundred dollars service charge to get the ticket. What is that? What is that? That's why, don't we, why don't we have arrest these people? Why don't we take them? Why don't we take them out in handcuffs? For God's sakes, what the hell? It's actually genius. Yeah. We should start charging for these Roycey Unchained episodes. It's just, <laughs> it's just uh, fifty cents an episode. Yeah, it's a seventy-five dollars right. service charge. Yeah, for, yeah it so. is. It is amazing. To be in the so 200 anyway, or 300 level, it is $1,200 right now on StubHub to see Taylor Swift. It's $1,200. 1200 I can go to Hawaii for $1,200. Just to get, it, to get in the door. To yeah. get in the door. Wow. You can just have some friends over and play Taylor Swift music yeah. on your She's going to do uh, She's going to do 60 two nights in a row, though, huh? 60000 She must yes. take $5 million out of here more than that. Huh? And she doesn't cheat, man. She does like a three-hour three hour plus sets. show. Yeah. Yeah. Do you Very know Bruce who, who we miss like. right now? Sid. Sid would have had an in on no fewer than okay. 50 Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah. Him. he would have. Who would have been beaten up to get him? Uh, the, the commission, probably, huh? Yeah. Uh, he would have. He could always beat somebody. I can't complain. I I hit him up for uh, Yankee tickets when I took my, my son. I went out there just to watch. We were sitting directly behind Mayor Michael Bloomberg. And 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 the good thing about it is he's short, so you can see right over him. He's about two foot eight, so you can see right over him. And his, he had like four people there, and then we were second row right behind him. Unbelievable. Guy, you know, we could always – we could always rip Sid for his graft, but unless we were the recipients of it, then we were fine. You we got your hands fine. out, yeah. Give me Thank some time. Thank you, Sid. Thank you, Sid. Hey, Pat, nice. we gotta we, we gotta read you a quote here that came out yesterday. I'm not sure if you're a frequent listener of the Pat Bev podcast. I know he's one of your favorite oh, players. Oh God, I saw this. But uh, Pat Bev, one of your favorite players, had another one of your favorite players on as a guest yesterday, Carl Anthony Towns. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
And uh, this is a quote from Carl Anthony Towns on the Pat Bev podcast. When my time is up and I retire, there will be people that say I changed the game. <laughs> yes, I stole $235 million. What? Uh, the best part, though, was Pat Bev apparently introduced him as the best center in the NBA. You didn't I think he watch, called him better than Jokic. Yeah, he did. You sure. didn't watch much of the uh, finals there, then uh, Pat Bev. Pat Bev is an idiot. Okay, that's, <laughs> let's let's start from that premise. He's a complete idiot. I was so damn happy when they got rid of him. I couldn't stand him. He's a complete fraud. Plus, oh. he thinks he can shoot. He thinks he can shoot. That's the worst part about him. He can't shoot, but he'll throw one up from the corner with a minute to go, and you're two points down, and go bang, and uh, you know. But but he, he, you know, he'll defend until he gets his six fouls. But uh, he's. I was so glad they got rid of that moron. I couldn't stand it. Now, there so, was also a discussion. I'm paraphrasing here, but that Cat uh, was saying when we went to the playoffs a couple of years ago. And we had a bu- you know a bunch of new guys kind of putting things together. Yeah. Chris Finch, new system that that was actually more impressive to cobble a playoff team together in that short of time period than the Nuggets winning the championship having gelled <laughs> for four years. What is wrong with these people? You know, is this delusion or is it just talking? They believe they don't believe it. You know, we did say that Cat, you know, had kind of kept his mouth shut about not wanting to trade or anything we were saying the other day, but he's certain to say something stupid. Who could have guessed within 24 hours he would have uh, said, well, made one of the, you know, this, the, the Dan Coley's got his winner, doesn't he? He doesn't oh, have to look po- at it. Preposterous. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah, got to be a one, a one seed for sure. There's, the nothing, there's nothing that can defeat this. Yeah. I changed the game. What is wrong with him? This he, is the he, advantage, <laughs> Pat, of, of having – players do podcasts when players get on with players they completely forget that they can be heard by the rest of the world it's not like when they're on with us and they're cautious and and they just kiss each other's rear ends ungodly it's un it's it's unbelievable that they oh you're the greatest and i how lucky am i to get you and uh uh man alive that i i saw that i said Somebody's got to be making this up. This can't be true. But oh, then I God. saw it from six, eight different people. Yeah, the it's, clips are the clips what, are all uh, But uh, when can they trade him? By the way, well, do technically, want- like the second week of July. But you could do. I think what what happens all the time in the NBA is, in theory, you could do a draft night trade mm-hmm. and say, "Hey, these two teams have agreed." Yeah, well, on, and then, it, yeah. like let, let's just use the Portland example. Portland would draft Scoot Henderson with the third pick on your behalf yeah. and then the trade yeah. would be consummated like two weeks later yeah. you know so. that uh uh we one thing we learned from tim Connolly last year is you're not going to know what's going on beforehand because yes. there wasn't there wasn't a hint that he was going to trade the franchise for rudy gobert and all of a sudden it occurred right yeah uh, and that's one, one thing i keep i keep seeing like i don't want to throw anyone on the bus here specifically but like i keep seeing this notion that hey, by all indications, the Wolves are planning on running it back. So everyone needs to calm down mm-hmm. on, like, the cat trade speculation. Well, we don't. We were, 
We were. How do you we, know at this point? We were assured 20 days before the Gobert trade that I know one thing. I don't have to blow this up, Connolly right. said. Right? He was. I'm not coming into a rebuilding situation. Boom! Nuclear explosion. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you don't know what he's going to. We we know that. What we know about him is we don't know. That's what that's what we do. That's what we know about him. He might be up to who knows what. He is not going to run it back. He is not going to run it back with this immature collection of uh, led by the most immature $235 million player in the league. He's not going right. to run it back. That's the I thing. Mean, how, do you, how do you look at the thing that you built in its yes. final form that just won the championship, yes. which is one of the most calm, collected, mature, yes. smart teams you'll see in the NBA? And then mm-hmm. look at the team that led the league in fouls, technicals, <laughs> you know, just uh, punching each other, punching yes, balls. Yes, I don't. Yes. Yeah, it's and and but the 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 one reason he might save not trade cat is he might not be able to get a decent trade. You know, he might you know he might get one number one and a stiff or something. I don't think there's going to be a huge market for this guy. I still think Brooklyn's the place you'd probably go because they gotta they gotta do something to get the pizzazz back in that franchise, don't they? So they can get him in, and then I'd love to see him in Brooklyn too, New York, someplace where they just get on him when he doesn't when he when he doesn't get the job done, huh? His dad would lo- love that because that's right by their home in Jersey. So yeah, yeah, I think he'd actually like that. But again, here's the we. None of us know. We don't know what's going on. But I, I just assume they'll try to move him. But it's not like, you know, there's all indications. You know, what, what, what are you going? If you run it back, what do you see? What are you going to do? Boy, I hope we can. I hope we can get a home game in the uh, play-in tournament again. That's the best you're going to do, right? Well, and even let's so whatever the result is, if you run it back, you have to make a big move next summer. This they're they're not going to go into the second luxury tax apron with all yes. the restrictions. It's not it's not. And by the way, it's not just the extra money that you would pay in the luxury it's, tax. It's all the new anything. restrictions that come in for roster building. Yes. So, yeah, you got to do it now. You get because they'll know you're desperate next year, right? You. Yes. They'll know you're desperate next year. So you 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 know if you're going to get anything for them, this is the only chance really. But, how did how did Conley? Here's my one question though, because he built a really good or helped build a good team in Denver. How did he miss so badly on on Walker Kessler and how good he might be? Yeah, you would think you would look at Walker Kessler and be like, okay, I got something. Here. Just think of where you would think this franchise was if you hadn't gotten if you just kept Kessler because mm-hmm. he's the same player you were wanted when you got Gobert. Then you could say, hey. Uh, Anthony's team and he's got this big lout in the middle who can get a rebound and he's got decent block of shot and uh, yeah that that was the big screw up their their judge that they were when they drafted Kessler they thought they were drafting nobody so and and you wouldn't I've said this before but you wouldn't feel obligated to have to run Kessler out there for 30 35 minutes a night you wouldn't feel obligated that he has to be on the floor at the end of games that you have yeah, to start yeah. him like He'd be a really good player that you could also say, "Hey, you know what? Tonight, not really a Walker Kessler night, just based on the matchup, and no one's going to be offended or, you know, and get plus, all chapped." And plus, when you look around the West now, right? You're just you're 
Oklahoma City's got so many draft choices, they're giving them away. They, you know, they made some trade here. Take some of these. We don't know what to do with them. Utah, we got uh, thousands of them. These, they're gonna, they're gonna be. If you don't do something, they're gonna be passing you like uh, Ferraris, man. Actually, so so we, uh, the internet loves to put together cat trade ideas now because it's just you know everything's floating mm-hmm. around. So one of them we saw the other day was Oklahoma City looking to get to the next level. Would they and they've got all these first round picks, like you said, just cobble like three first round picks, a salary filler, and Chet Holmgren. Would you do that mm-hmm. for Carl Anthony Towns? Yes, but I don't think Chet's going to be a great player because he needs a sandwich. He weighs about 190 pounds. He's, you know, I'm, I'm afraid he might have uh, injury problems his whole life. I mean, he's a basically he's a he's a forward. He's a he's the same. Probably less. He's even more of a four than Cat is, I, I think. So, uh, but yeah, I'd, I'd make a trade. Yeah, yeah. I'd, anything to get rid of him that 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 makes any kind of sense at all. And Holmgren's a shooter, and he can block, and he can do stuff like that. It's just that I don't see him muscling Jokic out of the post, however. <laughs> In case Nikola wants to go down there, I don't think he can do much about it. So. No, I don't think so. I don't think yeah. so. So we we got to run because we have to uh, clear the deck here for Kevin O'Connell to make his return to Purple Daily. Oh, really? Well, okay, good enough. Ask him if a mini camp was one as well as boy. There many. He's got a shorter mini camp than Bud. I give him credit for that. Bud used to do. Bud used to go call her off after the morning practice on Sunday. This guy's done two in two days. So good, good for him. Congratulations. Yep. All right. All right, Pat, we'll catch up tomorrow. And by the way, it's going to be a much more positive conversation when you talk to Kevin than you just had now. So, uh, okay. Well, good enough. Never See know. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, man. Royce Unchained presented by our friends at Power Lodge and Miller Marine. You're looking to get out on the water, looking for some throttle therapy this summer. Clear your mind from our disappointing Minnesota sports teams, Judd. Uh, nothing better than one of these Bennington pontoons. Throttle therapy right there, boys. That's what it's all about, getting out there on a gorgeous day. Summer's short, but guess what? The summer days are fantastic. Yes, the Bennington is the place to to be. Look at all your friends that you can put on that thing. Have a great time. I still would love to do a podcast from one. Throttle therapy is what it's all about. Working on it, by the way. We're working on it. Okay, good. people are in touch with Efforting, I think, is the new age term. We're efforting it. Uh, Powerlodge.com and MillerMarine.com.